Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm Amanda. And I'm George. I'm in Zephyr A, and Amanda's in Zephyr B. This is season 25 for me and season 21 for Amanda. And this is day 17 of season 93. Our first question asks for a region of ocean depth that shares a name with an unrelated television series. Uh, in particular, a region that ends where the sun cannot, or where it no longer illuminates. Right. Therefore, it is a dark region, much like twilight. Sure. It is the twilight zone. Mm-hmm. I think I might have actually heard of this as such, mm-hmm. but as soon as I could piece that all together, I, I knew that it was the twilight zone. Yeah, I had much the same thinking there, um, just noting that, you know, if this is the place where, you know, Right before the sun sort of ends, well, twilight is the time of day when the sun, you know, finishes going down for the day and it gets completely dark after that point. Um, so I figured that was all, you know, once I kind of connected that to the twilight zone, then that just made total sense. Um, and I'll be interested to see if anybody, you know, um, picks any other show than this, really. I think it'll have a pretty high get rate. Although there are things like the outer limits, I suppose. So, um, anyway, I put down the twilight. I put down twilight zone as well. And that was correct. Question two asks us for the middle play of O'Casey's Dublin trilogy, uh, which is named after the nickname uh, that one of the characters has for another. Yes, and it notes that um, you know they're they're the head of a family. Um, and they are parents named Juno and Jack. And so I didn't know this one. So I spent a lot of time today going through, you know, bird names and which ones could sort of be used as, you know, sort of backhanded compliments or insults or something like that. Um, cause it, it specifies that the, the play is kind of grim and that gives me the idea that the nickname is maybe not a kind nickname. Um, it's not you know, calling someone my sweet little Robin or something like that. Um, and so I had to kind of sort out um, what birds I thought might be uh, unpleasant enough. And I thought maybe there's another clue in the, you know, the question or kind of the setup of the play, like the fact that the wife's name is Juno, which of course is the uh, Roman version of Jupiter, you know, that's Jupiter's wife. So the Roman version of Zeus and Hera. Um, and I thought, you know, one of Zeus's more odious forms was that of a swan. Um, and so I ended up going with that, but I will say as uh, a, a little bit of a tangent, I considered lots and lots of different bird names, trying to think of one that maybe kind of tripped something for me, um, including the correct answer. But I thought, and eh, that doesn't, you know, I can't quite see that being uh, the name here. And I think that, although I think it does have an association with mythology in that similar way, too. Anyway, um, I considered, because I couldn't seem to, um, for a long while, I was like, I'm not sure I'm really ever going to come up with the right guess on this one, even though I could think of a good guess. So I considered submitting uh, a candidate for best wrong answer of great tit um but which is a real bird of course um but i kind of uh went back to my idea that yeah maybe the mythology connection maybe it's a swan you can 
I can see someone, you know, using that as sort of a, um, a, a nickname for a vein or cheating or, mm -hmm. um, otherwise, you know, uh, a person of potentially poor character, even if we see swans as sort of graceful and beautiful for that matter. Um, so that's what I went with. Uh, I couldn't, I, I had no idea of this. I don't think I've ever heard of the play or the writer or the trilogy. <laughs> uh, looked for anything that would, that would work for this and couldn't come up with anything in the question that hinted toward it for me. Uh -huh. uh, so I thought, well, maybe it's a nickname based on Jack. So mm -hmm. I thought Jackdaw. Sure, that's kind of bird. Um, this this was after thinking of and dismissing every bird I could think of. I don't think that I ever thought of peacock, but I probably <laughs> would have dismissed it just because that didn't seem like a a grim nickname sort of thing. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. You know, crow, grackle, rook, etc. So I was, yeah, jackdaw, which I think is kind of a small, annoying bird. Um, so I will I figured, yeah, okay, that would be something you would call. A person named Jack that you did not like, or that you you know wanted to insult, even okay. if it, even if even if it was allegedly <laughs> affectionately. Sure. So I said Jack Dawn. The correct answer was Peacock, or in the form of the play's title, uh, the, the title is Juno and the Paycock. Okay. Um, P A Y, that being the spelling there, hmm. um, and I, I this caused me to go down a Wikipedia rabbit hole just now because. Uh, I thought perhaps this was a play written by an Irish playwright whose works I had seen, kind of like in retrospect. And we tracked down that, um, or at least I believe we saw <laughs> uh, a play by Martin McDonough that was staged in Ann Arbor a little over a decade ago um, that was called The Cripple of Inishman. And uh, I recall we both enjoyed it. You don't seem to recall a thing about it. I um, recall seeing so... an Irish play at, at, while I was in grad school with you at uh, the university. Okay. And I, I just don't think that was it. You were incorrect. Um, but the other one that I was trying to think of is um, I, I took a trip to Ireland with my parents when I was uh, 19 or so. And... One of the highlights was that we did see a play at the Abbey Theatre in Dublin, um, but I believe it was by Hugh Leonard, and I think it might have been a production of Da, which is one of his more popular works, um, and uh, quite enjoyed that as well, but would not have been able to pull any of that out of my memories anyway if I had uh, come up with that. So this turns out to be a whole third Irish playwright that I have no idea about, and... Um, <laughs> So now you know the rest of the story. Uh, as it turns out, there is a kind of a mythological connection there. I was thinking that. Uh, Juno, uh, in her Greek form of Hera, uh, is alleged to have created the peacock, essentially to keep an eye on Zeus. Oh, okay. From her hundred-eyed servant. Oh, sure, because of all, of the, all the tail eyes. feather eyes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There you go. Mm -hmm. Moving on to question three, um, we are asked to give... An allegedly straightforward name in German for um, policy of West Germany that was trying to normalize relations with communist countries and reduce hostility. Uh, specifically, it's neighbors to the east. Uh, mm -hmm. So I tried to 
think what what is a straightforward German name for such a thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just my my first thought was Gesundheit mm-hmm. because it means health, and it would be very straightforward in German. Uh, I don't know whether I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but it's a story I tell frequently of my time in Germany. They have a health magazine called Gesundheit, which makes sense because it's just health to them. So mm-hmm. naturally, there is not a German alive who can understand why that is funny to an English speaker. <laughs> yes. It is absolutely impossible to explain that. And I and I am not blaming that on the German people if if it were the other way around and people were trying to tell me why it's amusing that there's a health magazine named Health, I would probably not viscerally understand that. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I thought, no, nah, that can't possibly be it. That's too wacky. Um, <laughs> so I tried thinking, well, okay, East is Oster or Ost. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I kind of dismissed that just because uh, in German, the name of the country Austria is Osterreich. Sure. Literally the East realm or kingdom or whatever. Yeah. Reich actually means empire, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, well, you're not going to call it that unless it's specifically about Austria. Um. And Austria was never behind the Iron Curtain. Uh, it was not something that Germany has ever had to norm. Well, hasn't had to normalize its relations with in the last 70 years or so. Um, so it's just it, nothing, nothing Ostish kind of, kind of stuck in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just kept kind of kept coming back to Gesundheit, if only because it was it's an amusing thought to me of trying to convince more than half a dozen entirely different Germans of why that thing was funny while I lived there. In fine tradition, they mm-hmm. honed your skills for convincing us of why all your jokes yes. are funny as well. Um, yeah, so this one, yeah, I don't I don't speak German. I haven't been to Germany. I. I, I don't know much of its history outside of World War II. Um, and so, and World War One, I, I suppose, ahead of that. But um, this 1960s era history of German political activity is very much a great big blank as far as I'm concerned. So I was left trying to think of something that would be very straightforward um, and kind of a word that a non-German speaker might have heard over the years and uh, something that sounded positive and friendly. And I thought, you know, Freund is, or Freund, mm. I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce it even, is friend in German. I was I'm pretty sure of that. I was like, is it Freundschaft? Is that the friendship word? I, that Like that sounded sort of right to me. And... I really had nothing better to go with it. I mean, <clears throat> even if I had kind of picked up more on the neighbors to the east part of the end of the question, I don't think I would have even made any ost. Like, I, I'm i not sure I would have thought what's east in German. I don't know how they, you know, approach that. Um, and so uh, when I sort of pieced out, like, I think this is what, friendship is in German, or at least that's what I'm going for. So, you know, gods of language, please don't make me too racist or whatever in uh, <laughs> making this guess. Uh, I ended up putting down Freundschaft because I just thought friendship. Sure. You 
trying to be friendly and not hostile, like minimize, minimizing hostility is what I was mm -hmm. kind of aiming towards. So that's what I put down. Sure. Uh, the answer was Ostpolitik, which means Eastern politic. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That I feel like that's more prosaic than straightforward. I don't think yeah, that's, that's, you know, quite as... I think that's the wrong adjective to describe it, but... I, I think of prosaic I I'm not, as you know. being thuddingly straightforward. Okay. But, yeah. Like, I guess Like, so. straightforward when the situation does not call for it. Mm. Which I would... I would agree this... Well, no. This, this isn't prosaic just because I don't think this particular situation would call for poetry like there well you yeah. know it doesn't need to be you know it can what what is this this is the politics that we're taking toward the people to our east oh, okay yeah sure you know would it be nice if it were like you know dare good neighbor program <laughs> which now that i think about it i did think no. kind of think of like you know the the guten something program mm. the, but yeah yeah that's just yeah, it was what yeah, it was. I, I was never going to get it. No, Don't get me wrong. No, I, I don't same. feel misled or anything. Yeah, I, um, I, I could not have been led into this in any way other than what two German words for East and politic combined to form yeah, right? the policy name. Yeah. So, no. I wouldn't have even assumed politic was basically the same word because mm. it's a Latinate word, first of all. So, okay. like, yeah, why would yeah. it necessarily be the, the mm -hmm. same uh, etymology into German as it is mm -hmm. into English. I don't know. Anyway. Question four asks us, essentially, what band was Belinda Carlisle in? The Go-Go's. Yeah. We're, we're, the, we're Gen Xers. This is the Gen X gut of the, uh, of the week. Yeah. yeah, this was the the year before I went into high school. So, like, yeah, I'm going to know about one of the hugest hip-hop albums of it's year basically because mm -hmm. yeah. mad about you i don't think was even the biggest song off that album yeah, heaven is a place on earth yeah that's what i was thinking too way bigger and so maybe i mean maybe that was just thorsten's effort at not <laughs> not, not utterly nerfing it out yeah well i mean you can't nerf out belinda carlisle any more than you know like she's totally mm -hmm. associated with this song too oh yeah um so asking what her previous band was is yeah it's not going to be made any more easy or difficult by mm -hmm. swapping in a different song from that album, which was just huge. That yeah. video was everywhere. Um, oh, right. Heaven and, on Earth uh, was actually from the album Heaven on Earth. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, that's why then. on Earth was the song from, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which came out the next year. Yeah. So, yeah. They all Jeez. blurred together in our junior high memories. Sure. Um, and, yeah, both... Uh, great songs that were mm -hmm. ubiquitous and so it was given that a lot of mtv like they had to fill some amount of time between videos because it couldn't just be a jukebox of videos mm -hmm. as far as they were concerned i guess um and so you were never gonna be allowed to forget that she was the lead singer of the go-go's and mm -hmm. you know you'd see their previous videos like those were a, just slightly less uh, mainstream, I guess, or mm -hmm. or blockbuster yeah. um, as these couple of albums of hers. So, yeah, this is very much uh, the gimme of the day. Uh, and so I put down the Go-Go's, of course. Yep. Ditto. That's, yeah. It's, there's uh, a, a few things I know about Belinda Carlisle, and a lot of them are that she was in the Go-Go's. Yeah. <laughs> there you have it. 
Pretty much. Yep. Uh, question five asks us to give the word most commonly used for an uncastrated male horse age one to four. Uh, so I, my first thought was yearling because I mm -hmm. figured, okay, uh, that would make sense because it's a horse over a year. Sure. Um, and I thought, okay, what are other words for young horses? There's pony. No, that's not a young horse. That's a small horse. Right. Uh, there's colt. Well, now I think a colt is just any young horse, not necessarily a male horse. So I just kept coming back to yearling. Like I didn't, I didn't know if that was necessarily, you know, an uncastrated male horse, but just the the fact of the year of it made mm -hmm. me think, well, okay, that's got to be, it's got to be that. So. Okay. Well, clearly you were not uh, a girl who grew up reading so many horse books. Nope. Um, and I, I did, like like many women of my age and many women to follow and before me, um, read a lot of horse books, you know. Was, and so when I read this question, it immediately threw me into a torturous, like, spiral of, okay, I know lots of different horse-related words because of this, and I'm sure there's this pretty specialized term for for this age of horse of male horse and there's like a term for the male version and the female version um and i know what gelding is i know what stallion is i know that a baby horse is a foal oh yeah foal. I didn't think which is one. what got yeah. you okay. uh, confused i think and then there are colts and fillies oh. and uh but i don't think like the the one to four age range for those just completely disassociated in my mind. And I spent hours, hours and hours today trying to let my brain come up with a different mm. technical term um, for like, you know, it kind of in the direction of racehorses where um, I thought there was some other word because this is, kind of like one of the prime racing ages like the two-year-olds three-year-olds those that's the age of horse that runs the kentucky derby or runs mm -hmm. you know the big famous races and i thought there's this word out there that i know and i know that i know it i read it over and over again it's somewhere in my brain i've got to let it you know come out and i did all the different tricks i could think of to like think of what it is and i'm like yeah of course there are colts and fillies but those are younger right those are like under a year old or something and then you know the foals are just the newborn ones and then it must be like a, you know a couple months to a year is a colt or a filly and what's this other dang thing that i can not think of and finally like towards the end of my day when i you know clicked over to our Slack channel where we, you know, sometimes discuss these things and saw, oh, a couple people have submitted and like, oh crap, I've got to actually do this to make sure I don't forfeit and to just get on with my life. <laughs> um, I was like, well, you know, I know, you know, a colt is definitely a young male horse. And so at the worst, that'll, you know, at least I will get, you know, a most common wrong answer, you know, and not feel alone in my misery of not, you know, of having devoted so many hours of my young life to all these, you know, to learning all these terms inside and out. Um, 
and at least I can apply one of them that is probably almost certainly incorrect as a matter of fact, um, but is just kind of, um, you know, it, at least it semi fits the bill basically. So just for lack of anything else, I'll put down Colt. Sure. Mm -hmm. And that was correct. God damn it. Well done. <laughs> no, not well done. Very poorly done, <laughs> but correct. <laughs> it just it, it hurt my brain and it's so weird uh, that i i don't know what i was thinking of i couldn't google anything that yeah. was this thing it was just my brain was certain that there was a way to overthink this mm -hmm. um and no it was just cult it was just one of those words that you know four-year-olds get taught for farm animals <laughs> But at least I got that out of it, which is nice. The last question asks us for a for the name of a game that is derived from a Swahili word meaning to build. That's Jenga. That's yeah. I, I, this a description like this, I I couldn't imagine anything else. Like speaking of Gen X things, mm. Jenga just became a huge party game that everybody played at you know every mm -hmm. family gathering and and whatever you know much like it kind of remains it's it's mm -hmm. kind of a uh, it's definitely an iconic game because of the simplicity of mm -hmm. the structure of it and how it's played and you know mm -hmm. i i couldn't guess anything else but that yeah uh, yeah i was almost fooled away from this by the last bit of it saying the gameplay is essentially the opposite of that because it's mm -hmm. not you're building but you're taking away. Yeah, but you're building. But you're taking away. But you're making a building. <laughs> you're trying not to topple a building. But you're making it taller. You're making mm -hmm. more of a building. A higher building, I The guess. gameplay yes. is the opposite of building when you lose. True. Which is like saying the gameplay of Monopoly is going bankrupt. Well, it sure is in a lot of cases. I, I get you. That's, yeah, that's true. That's... I, I finally just said, no, it's it's got to be Jenga, and I'm just reading this wrong, or it's just being presented badly. And I just, yeah. I, I, I quibble that it is not the opposite of building. I quibble that it is building, in fact. Well, I might phrase it a little, like a third way. Although, mm -hmm. you know, something like, although, you know, the gameplay is... May involve you know, the exact, opposite you know, of that, or yeah, yeah. is, is, is yeah. not precisely that, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So, or although the end game is essentially the opposite of that, that might work. Reasonable. So, so that left me with four out of six on this here game. I had three. Yeah, it was a rough day. Sad this nonsense. Um, you were kind of right in the midst of it. I don't think I saw anybody get a five or a six out not of this one. Friends, so, no. among our friends, and they are not slouches. Nope. Um, uh, this so. was kind of a uh, a female skewed, and, and I won't say mm. un I, I won't a say little. unfairly so, but I will say you know a question about the go go's, uh, a question about horses. Sure. It's definitely more uh, feminine, for lack of a better word, than. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of other days, a lot of other trivias. Sure. Just... I mean, I don't know what to think of the the skew of 
German politics, but uh, yeah, I mean, I mean that's just history, <laughs> like world history. I would say maybe trends a little more male than probably so, but it's not a war know. question, so it's a post-war question. Isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, you know, yeah. I, I, what I'm, I'm worried about most of this day is how mm-hmm. how I defended it. Yeah, um, yeah, it's gonna be a weird one because I don't know how guessable. The peacock one is that's what i put my threes on partly based on theater scores yeah yeah i I Um, don't i don't think it's guessable yeah it's well that juno connection though but if that's really Hera, that's not not a i don't it may be i made the connection with mythology a little bit it may come up in the play Mm -hmm. but if it does then people are going to get that anyway i don't think anybody's going to look at juno and think oh juno you know is Hera who created the peacock? So clearly, that's what it's going to be. I think that's a that's a much deeper cut on mythology than it is on theater. Well, one thing that you know kind of crossed my mind as I was thinking of this is um, if you're going to guess a bird for something like this, it's going to be something that you can kind of hear in your head said in a sort of you know snappy. Um, tone or kind of a you know a, a brogue or a patter mm-hmm. kind of like it you know it's not going to be the you know the northern bufflehead or something oh, like yeah. that it's a, yeah so the especially birds with cock at the end i think are going to be <sighs> likelier to be it because i thought about cock robin i thought you know i i did tr- think of things like rooster or um mm-hmm. things that aren't necessarily a species of bird mm but are like a term for a bird mm-hmm. um, yeah. and kind of dismiss them because the question seems to be specific to a species. And, and so, so was the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I could see people, f- you know, figuring their way through it, but probably not at a very high rate. Mm. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't think that will, I think the number of people who logic their way into it is going to be considerably smaller than the people who know it. Sure. Um, and I think in the case of the people I'm playing, I was pretty well justified in, um, in, in making that my, my three point question. Um, but, uh, Ostpolitik worries me a little bit just Mm. because that's, because I had, you know, no idea. Like, it, usually answers that I have just never heard of are pretty rare in Lord League. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it'll be like, oh, yeah, I think I've seen something about that in passing. Or, oh, yeah, that, that makes sense now that I see it or something like that. This one is just like, well, I guess today I learned. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, there yep. aren't that many of those even through a whole season so yep um that one may that one may play pretty tough or it may not and i'm just a poor student of world history which is generally kind of also true <laughs> so uh that's it for today i guess um tune in tomorrow for more post analysis and remember don't forfeit don't cheat <laughs>